Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. We've reached Friday, April 14th, 2023. And as always, it's been brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, I'm going to piss off some people this morning, first thing in the morning. You know, I love doing that. I really do. It's fun. It's fun for me. It's National Pecan Day. Yeah, I don't. I, I so I call it pecan. Um, and I've never understood people that get upset by the pronunciation of it. it it's just it's you know tomato, tomato, Caribbean, Caribbean, caramel, uh, caramel. Just a different way of pronouncing stuff. I call it pecan. I get made fun of a lot for calling it a pecan. Hell, I call a creek a crick. I don't know why. It's just what I call it. Um, so yeah, I've never understood people that get kind of upset about it. Um, it is what it is, man. I, I call it pecan and you know, that's the, the, the genealogy or the history of that word is, is really interesting to see, uh, where pecan and pecan came from and who calls it what and stuff like that. Um, but no matter what you call it, man, I'm, I'm a huge pecan fan. Like I, I will, there's a place down, uh, in South Georgia called Merritt Pecan that has some of the best fresh pecans you can buy around in Georgia. And they have this huge warehouse where anything that you can possibly think of to eat with a pecan, they have it. Um, sure. A bunch of the ones like, you know, the pralines that I know a lot of people like, covered in chocolate, covered in yogurt, pecan rolls, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I love pecans uh, all, you know, morning, noon, night, anything. Fresh pecans are amazing. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but I'll eat them every once in a while. Um, we've got three pecan trees in the backyard um, that don't really produce much. Um, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. That's but, the house I grew up in as a little kid was built on an old pecan farm. Uh, and we used to have pecan trees in the backyard. And you could stand in the backyard and look down the row of trees of the other houses and you could tell, like, it was a pecan orchard. Like, it was all, you know, all the trees were in a row and stuff like that. So, yeah. Right. Big pecan fan. Big pecan fan. All right, Bryce. Braves will head to Kansas City tonight. Um, and it's... I love the balanced schedule that Major League Baseball is doing this year where we are hitting every single Major League team. I do. See, it's, I hate it. See, no, I, I love this. I yeah, love it. I, I would, I would honestly be fine, and I'm, you know, some of the, some of my thinking is very old school. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an enigma, if you would say, of a human being. I like old school ideas and new school ideas. I like the old school ideas where I don't want to see any American League team at all. I don't want any NL team playing any AL team into the World Series. I don't want it to happen. Yeah. Like you're outdated. Yeah, I, I don't want to go. Play, I don't want to go play Kansas City. I have no interest in playing Kansas City. I have no interest in playing the Houston Astros. I have no interest in playing the Baltimore Orioles. I have no interest in playing the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, none of those teams. I don't want to play them. Like I don't yeah. I don't I don't care. I don't care about any of those teams. 
I want more games against the Cardinals. I want more games against the Reds. I want more games against our division, against the Mets, against the Marlins, against the Nats. I want more games against those. I want the rivalry to build. I don't want to play. I don't want the MLB schedule to turn into the NBA schedule where you essentially play every team, you know, two or three times a, a year and you don't play teams around you more. You don't play teams in your own conference more. I don't like this at all, man. I don't, I don't want to, I have no juice for this Kansas City Royals game. Zero juice. Uh, I got zero juice for the Padres game. You know, when we play the Marlins and the Mets in a couple weeks and the Marlins again, I got juice for that. I want to see those games. I want us to beat those teams. I don't really care if we beat Kansas City or San Diego from a, uh, for, you know, from from a more than a win standpoint, from more than something that's going the win column standpoint. I just, you know, there's no personal hatred for these teams. Bryce, for the past two years when we've been doing this podcast, you've made fun of my age. You're you're acting ridiculously old here. Like, well, you, you, you know, really are. Said, it's an enigma because I'm all for changing stuff in baseball, like going to seven innings, playing only 81 games, you know, making the game more exciting and cutting it down. Uh, they've done a good job of it this year. I don't want to sit there and watch four hours of a chess match. Um, so I, I have a lot of old school thoughts, but I also have a lot of new school thoughts. That's why I said I'm I'm quite the enigma. Um, you know, I'm all for all of these broadcasts being in different places. Like we have broadcasts on Apple TV, NBC, Peacock, you know, Fox. We have uh, different types of broadcasting. I'm for that. But, you know, the, the whole AL, NL crossover thing, I don't I don't care for it. I don't want it. I don't need it. Yeah, you're old. Uh, unfortunately for Atlanta, we will be without our starting shortstop. Oh, jeez, dude. Orlando Arcia, after looking at the MRI, has revealed a hairline fracture in his wrist, and he will be put on the, the injured list more than likely, it hasn't been official yet, but more than likely, Vaughn Grissom will come up and will be the starting shortstop for the Braves. And, you know, I'm not... I, oh, geez. Man, it just seems like every day, every day, we get somebody else who has to be put on the injured list. And, you know, I, yeah. said, this, I said this last week, it, it's good that we're getting these injuries out of the way early on in the season not that it doesn't mean they're not going to get injured late in the season but i you know that's how my mind works even though it doesn't make sense it's just frustrating man this team this team continues to win though even with the the injuries that have sort of been racking up i mean the, the, the amount of people that are going to be on our injured list are going to be you know it's going to be bigger than the 40-man active roster that the braves have no um, joke uh, yeah it's just it's it's really disheartening to see but it's one of those things that we talked about in spring training that I think we have so much depth. I, I, you know, you wanted to add a little bit more depth in our starting rotation, and I get that. I understand that. Um, but we do have a lot of, I'm, I'm not going to say veteran depth in the starting rotation, but we have a lot of guys that have pitched in the majors in the rotation. We have a lot of depth, I feel like, in our pin. Our, our bullpen in Gwinnett is stronger than some MLB bullpens. And even in the roster, in the lineup, we have a lot of depth in Gwinnett, uh, in double-A and, and single-A. Um, we have kids that have came up and, and played and contributed like Shoemake, like Von Grissom, like Trump, who has come up uh, and played a little bit. So it, you definitely don't want to see all these guys going down, but it's nice as a Braves fan to sit back and say, okay, we can we can suffer some injuries here early on in the season because of the depth of our farm system, uh, which a lot of people said was not a good farm system. I think we were ranked outside the top 20 in the MLB. In farm we were system. in the top 20 like 28th i think is where we were sitting it was, it was deep it was it was very very deep um and i think that took into consideration probably double a AA and triple a maybe because i feel like our our 
or uh, or double A and single A, excuse me. I feel like Gwinnett has an has an insane roster, so I don't know what they were looking at, but it's uh it's nice to have the depth we do with the positions that we're at early on in the season with the injuries we've suffered. Um, let's just hey, let's let's just not make this a regular thing this year. Let's uh, yeah. let's get healthy. Let's get to the month of May. You know, middle end of May. Let's get everybody healthy and let's stay healthy. Um, you know, for the rest of the season, hopefully. Charlie Morton will take the bump tonight um, against Brady Singer for the Royals on Saturday. Bryce Elder will take the bump, and Kyle Wright will be back on Sunday at two ten. Bryce, uh, another big big thing going on this weekend is the Hawks will begin their first playoff series with the Celtics. Yeah, and I you know I saw a couple comments on Facebook and. Uh, one of my buddies said it's going to be a sweep, and I, you know, I, I told him, I said respectfully, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I, I think, I think the Celtics will at least win one game, um, but uh, you know, I think... <laughs> uh, it's interesting to see Billy because I, the game against Miami, it was, it was just an outlier from the way the Hawks have played all season. Uh, you think? I, I, I haven't seen the Hawks win that way, and and I don't know if I should be excited about the way they played against the heat i don't know if i if that's a one one off type thing against the heat is that something we're going to continue i am so interested and and not even the outcome of the game on saturday with the hawks and celtics i'm just interested to see how the hawks play against the celtics if they can play against the celtics like they did the heat we have a legit chance in this series now if they can't if they don't try to bully the celtics if they don't get in the paint and let anyeka okongwu and clint capella push around the the Celtics bigs all night. If we don't run with that game plan, if it's more of a an outside, let JC, let DJ, let Trey, you know, hit, try to hit those jump shots and stuff like that, uh, it, it's not going to work because it didn't work against the Heat shooting-wise. Shooting-wise right. against the Heat was terrible. Uh, we won that game because of rebounding, offensive rebounding, and defensive rebounding. I think we had 78 points in the paint or something absurd like that. Um, so that that's the recipe to win this game. And, and when you do that, you open up more passing lanes for Trey. Trey's shot has not been there, so I, I don't I don't think it's gonna magically turn on in the first round of the playoffs. But you've heard Trey before say that this team does not take the regular season seriously. Uh, and he said that the past two years and they've taken it almost, you know, not seriously enough where they don't even make the play in tournament. So I, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what to make of those comments, but we'll see if he can turn it on in the first round of the playoffs. I'd love to see Trey go big. Um, and I want to see that aggressiveness, the aggressiveness we had against the Heat, the way we got into the paint, the way we attacked everything. I mean, we were jumping on floors for balls, Billy. Yeah. When's the last time have you seen a Hawk jump on a floor for a ball? Well, I think it mattered. And I think that's, unfortunately, that's that's the problem, is they were waiting till it mattered. And it finally mattered this past week. And they, were, they wanted it. Um, so, you know, I... I don't feel confident about the series. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and it's not, I'm not trying to, for you to take away my Hawks fandom. It's just one of those things, man. It's, you got, you and I both didn't feel confident, honestly, going into the uh, 2021 playoff series for the Braves. And we ended up winning. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope, true. I hope. I hope it's that way, but it's just one of those things, man. I don't feel confident about this Hawks team against the Celtics, and it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with the Hawks. It has everything to do with the Celtics. The Celtics are a very, very talented basketball team, 
they can be beat. I'm just not sure the Hawks can do it in a seven-game series. And we'll see. Yeah. No, no. I mean, your, your concern is legit. The Hawks are 0-3 against the Celtics in the regular season this year. Uh, Boston is a nine-point favorite in the game on Saturday. So, I mean, I, I, I 1,000% get where you're coming from. And I, I'm more just, you know, as the series goes, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm just kind of curious to see what the Hawks come out and look like on Saturday after that performance against the Heat in Miami, a place where they haven't won and it seems like a bajillion years. Right. Um, you know, can they build off that? Is that a one-off game? Uh, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. And that's not a that's not a storyline that I thought we'd be bringing up going into the first round of the playoffs. I thought we'd be I th- honestly, I thought we'd be the number eight seed playing Milwaukee and coming in saying, "Oh yeah, you know, well we kind of you know poo pooed the floor against Miami and escaped in the uh, in the second play-in game." But I, I don't know. We got some momentum going right now, man. Well, we'll see how it works out. Uh, let's move on to the uh, Atlanta United. Do you want to talk about a team also that's been dealing with injuries? Atlanta wow. United has two, man. And it just absolutely blows. Um, yeah. But here's the thing, man. I've been really of this team. I've been impressed with how they've performed this year. Even when... Like, for instance, was it last week or two weeks ago? It may have been two weeks ago when they they got they got swept by Columbus. Was it the oh, four nothing game to Columbus? No, it was. What was that six six one or something like that? That uh, was a couple weeks ago. That was. I tried to yeah. I tried to wipe that from my memory. Thank you. But I, I apologize. But you know, it's, <laughs> it's one of those moments. That, like you look at the you look at that, and they still. I thought they still played decent considering that they didn't have they, they had lost like five or six of their starters yeah, out of the 11. Nobody was there. Um, Atlanta United is going to have to play without Brad which is going to suck. I mean let's let's not say anything less. It's going to suck. Yeah I, I think. I think it's going to suck more from a leadership standpoint than it is from an on-the-field product standpoint. Well, uh, you know, I, Brad, I, I still think Atlanta United needs that leadership of his. You know what? Last year, I would have agreed with you, Billy. Last year, I would have agreed with you, but I don't think we do. I, I really... Now, okay. it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that we're not going to miss the leadership from Brad. But I think last year's squad needed a captain way more than this year's squad does. I think this year's squad, because Miles Robinson is healthy and Miles Robinson is playing and Miles Robinson is a national defender for the United States. And they also have Tiago Almada, who played on the Argentinian team with Lionel Messi and won the World Cup. Another leader on there. I know Almada is young, but he can be a leader. You have Yakamakis up front. Another leader doesn't seem to be as much of a head case as Joseph was. I love Joseph, huge Joseph fan, but Joseph was a diva. Yakamakas so far doesn't seem to be that diva type. Yakamakas also is an older guy, 28. He's been around. He's played in Europe. I think you have enough leaders on this squad in between Miles Robinson, Tiago Almada. Um, Yakamakas has come in and sort of been like a younger leader. I mean, this this team. Seems like it has other leaders on there. Even Brooks Lennon, who's a younger guy, can be a leader. So I, I would I would have agreed with you last year that losing Brad from a leadership standpoint was detrimental to this team. I, and I'm not saying that his leadership isn't going to be missed in this team when he's not there, but it's not going to be as big of an impact this year 
as it was last year. And the on-the-field product, in my opinion, probably not going to suffer. Quentin Westberg is a phenomenal goalkeeper. He, he played for Toronto FC last year, did a great job. Honestly, statistically, uh, Westberg is actually a better goalkeeper than Brad Guzan has been the past couple of years when he's been healthy. Uh, the only the only thing about Westberg is he's also sort of old like Brad Guzan. Guzan's nearly 40. Uh, and I think Westberg's like 37, 36, somewhere around there. So, um, you know, old man goalkeepers seem to be the uh, the norm in the MLS. You don't want to see him go down because if he goes down, uh, we're in deep doo-doo. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a loss, but I don't think it was going to be as big of a loss as it was last year. I don't think we take a step down, honestly. I, I think we can keep plugging away because the outfield players we have and it looks like we're going to have Andrew Gutman back. He's going to be back healthy. He was a reserve for the NYCFC game. He was on the bench for the NYCFC game. Uh, didn't come in and play, but he was available if needed. Uh, Miles Robinson will captain the game on Saturday, which I think is a phenomenal. I think he should have been the captain the whole time. Uh, and Alonzo has rejoined Atlanta United training. Uh, he's getting lots of hugs and, uh, you know, that's, that's nice from, from an Amada, from a midfield standpoint. So, um, you know, I, I still have a lot of faith in this team. I still think, despite the injury to Brad Guzan, that we're, st- we're still the number one team in the East. I still think we are the most talented, best team uh, in the East. And uh, one, one little note, cool little note, Caleb Wiley gets his first United States men's national team call-up, uh, which, is, which is neat. So congratulations to Caleb Wiley, who's been playing amazingly for Atlanta United. There you go. Yeah. What's your uh, prediction for Saturday? As far uh, I'm going to go 2-0. I'm going to go 2-0. Um, 2-0 Atlanta United. I think, uh, I think Gigi scores, and I think Almada scores, and I think we win 2-0. Uh, give, me a, give me a clean sheet. Give me 2-1. Uh, okay. I like the idea. Um, you know, with the new keeper, I think it's it's bound to let in just one goal, but let me give me 2-1. Okay. All right, I'll roll with you on that. And, and Brad Guzan, if anybody doesn't know, Guzan is out 10 weeks with a torn MCL. So I, I, I'm pretty sure that's been that's been all over. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we got. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Once again, uh, Max Preps wasn't working this morning, and I was getting quite frustrated. Let me see if I'm no. Uh, it is working now, but I don't have a uh, I don't have a score from that Bremen LFO game. You know, it wasn't pouring down rain or anything yesterday. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why they, w- they wouldn't have a score. <laughs> Bremen baseball. Uh, yeah, Bremen baseball. <laughs> that was, I, I'm I'm pretty positive that uh, that they didn't have a score last night. Wouldn't you think? Um. Uh... Max Preps is airing out on me again. That's so frustrating, dude. Uh, I know the that uh, the Carrollton the Carrollton boys, uh, the varsity boys, they beat East Calweta yesterday, nineteen to fourteen, and I believe the girls were victorious as well. Um, but I can't find the girls' score either. But I, I would I would assume that baseball game did get canceled last night for Bremen. I mean, it was it was uh, it was raining all day. I know our fields were closed for rec practice uh, last night as well. So Bremen Bremen rec had. Rec games going on at six o'clock last night. Gavin, Gavin what? was playing. A, yeah, no joke. Gavin was playing. Um, or Gavin had practice in the rec uh, uh, batting cages, right? Tonight, which are covered, and it was it was a crappy night. I'm not gonna lie. Like, but they had stuff. They had like all the way from blast ball, which is for you, 
going all the way up to, you know, bigger, bigger wow. boys. Yeah, everywhere, fucking... everywhere else around here canceled. I know Douglas County canceled all their stuff. Bowden canceled all their stuff. Uh, I wonder if y'all didn't get as much rain out in Bremen as, as other places got. Oh, I don't think we did, man, honestly. That's good. Well, ho- hopefully Oak Mountain didn't get any rain at all. Hopefully it was dry and uh, and ready to be played on. Uh, I do finally have the lacrosse scores for, for Bowden here. Boys fell to Darlington 13-7, to and the girls were victorious over Darlington with the exact same score, 13-7. to uh, nice. That's kinda, yeah, that's kind of neat. Uh, Billy, on the stump, I'll dismiss floor covering games and events calendar for this weekend. Uh, tonight we have a bunch of baseball that will, I don't know, man. We'll see if it gets played. Uh, it's questionable. It's up in the air. Uh, Temple versus Crawford County. We have a doubleheader, 430 and 630 there. Big region game for Temple. Mount Zion at Christian Heritage at 530. Another region game for the Mount Zion Eagles. Heard County at Lamar County, doubleheader. This will be on Hometown Sports Media Network. Casey Bass in the call, 5.30 and 7.30. Massive games for Heard County, Billy. Correct me if I'm wrong. If Heard County wins one of these two, they're region champions, correct? Correct. All right. So we just need one. We just need one of these two, and Heard County is region champions. That would give us Heard County region champions, Villarica region champions, Bowden region champions. So three region champions out of the nine schools we cover. Right? 33%? Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Harrelson County is at Rockmart at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. Also a doubleheader. Big game for Harrelson County. That is a region game. Harrelson County battling for seeding, trying to get a home game out there. Carrollton at East Coweta at 555. East Coweta, the region leader in that region for Carrollton, and they're undefeated in the region. Bowden at Woodland at 530 p.m. Eastern, and Bremen at LFO, or Bremen at home, versus LFO at 5.55. In lacrosse tonight, Bremen at Sprayberry, girls at 5.30, boys at 7 p.m. And then boys playoff soccer, Central is at Johnson at 6.30 p.m. tonight. I don't know if any of those baseball games are going to get played tonight. Check your local listings before going out there. Tomorrow, Saturday, only one game on the docket. It's lacrosse, Carrollton at Vestavia Hills. I've never heard of that. Uh, boys at 3 last year. Vestavia Hills? What is that? Some bougie private school in Atlanta? No, I think Vestavia Hills is based out of Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of that. And that is your Smith's floor covering games and events calendar for this weekend, Billy. All right. Let's get to the Incredible Pulp Softer and Dollar segment. And uh, I caught up a little bit last week. I'm telling you, dude, we're killing it. We went uh, went four and two last week, and... Let's see, on all of our, let's see, last week, if you would have bet the the same thing we did, we spent, you know, $5 in each bet. We came out $40 plus um, between both of us. You got the, uh, you got the Kepka, you get the big Kepka plus 360 hit. Um, but yeah, right now, man, if, if you started out with $30 in your bank account at the beginning of January and you listen to our advice right now, You'd be up over $160. I mean, we are, we're absolutely killing it with the, you know, 30 bucks starting off. So uh, yeah, I'm at 79.65. You're at 86.66. Uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good when we started out with 30 bucks. My bets, my locks of the weekend Victor Hoblin leading after round one at the RBC Heritage at plus 100. This is a sneaky bet right here, Billy, because everybody but three golfers are done with round one of the RBC Heritage. There's only three <laughs> golfers left that haven't finished. Victor Hoblin right now is leading at a minus seven. Now, one of the golfers 
or one or two of the golfers that have not finished yet. We have Jimmy Walker, who is at a minus six, and he has two holes left to play. And then we have Aaron Rye, who's at a minus six with three holes left to play. So it is a bit of a sneaky bet, but there is a possibility that Victor Hovland does not end the first round as the leader. Shot a 64 yesterday and looked on fire. So that's my first bet. Clint Capella to get 10 plus rebounds against the Celtics Saturday night at a minus 240. Uh, I have a lot of faith that they are going to continue what they started against the Heat, the aggressiveness in the paint. Give me Clint getting 10-plus rebounds against the Seas on Saturday. And then Ryan Priest to record his first top 10 of the season at Martinsville this weekend is a plus 250. Priest is pissed off about the Kyle Larson thing this past weekend. Ryan Priest has had speed at all the short tracks we have gone to and has been spun out uh, and been wrecked by not his accord. The best thing he's had is a top 10. Best finish he's had is a top 10 at Phoenix. I think he gets his first top 10 of the year this weekend at Martinsville. That is a plus 250 bet. All right, uh, let me do let me do Lakers money line. Oh, okay, give me the Lakers money line plus one eighty eight um, versus Memphis. Uh, I think the Lakers are coming off of a pretty um, solid win um, to get into the the playing game. Abner liked that bet. Yeah, um, I, I just I like. It's hard for me to bet against LeBron. You know what I mean? Especially in the um, playoffs, like when he knows yeah. when to turn it on. Yeah. Yeah, so give me the Lakers in the money line, uh, plus 188 versus Memphis. Uh, Diamondbacks money line tonight versus Miami. It's a plus 122. Uh, mad, mad bums going on the bump for the Diamondbacks versus Miami. So I just, I have a feeling. And then on Saturday, Boston. You're a bad guy. You're a bad guy. General. You're a bad guy. Boston, Boston minus nine versus Atlanta. Um, I just... Boston's just really talented guys. <laughs> uh, that's a minus one ten. So uh, wow, that's boy. that's my that's imagine my imagine betting game. against your own hometown team. That's horrible, Billy. Look, that's look, horrible. Come on. Look, that's just ah, that's awful. I agree with you, but it's still awful. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you a question. Is the bet bad? No, it's not. It's definitely oh, not okay. a bad bet. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that bet. It's, you know, it's... It, unfortunately... You don't, have any, you don't have any faith in the Hawks. That's fine. Whatever. But it's... Unfortunately, it's I think I think Boston wins by 10, at least. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's, just, it's so up in the air, man. The way we played against the Heat is just... It's very interesting. Very interesting game. All right, Bryce. Let's get to another cup of coffee. Uh, brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Commanders are getting sold. Hey! The uh, good Lord. Dan oh, Snyder will not Dan have Schneider. his grubby little fingers on anything NFL anymore. Thank the good Lord. Josh Harris. Uh, not that Josh Harris from <laughs> former Atlanta <laughs> Falcon, but Josh Harris has a non-exclusive deal to buy the Commanders. Yeah, do you know who Josh Harris is? I don't know who this is. I haven't even looked him up, honestly. I've never heard nope. of this guy. Nope. nope. He's a multi-bajillionaire, apparently, because he's buying the Washington Commies. Do you think they rebrand? Do you think the Commies rebrand when they get sold? No. Nah. Really? You think they stay with the Commanders? Yeah. Ugh, Barf City. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Rays have been the story in Major League Baseball for the first two weeks of the season. They rallied past the Red Sox to improve to 13-0 and to tie the modern MLB record. 
which coincidentally enough was also tied by the Braves in 1982. Yep, and the Brewers in 87. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. The Rays, the Braves, Brewers. All places that, you know, Atlanta's played, right? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, Milwaukee and Atlanta for sure. Um, Jonathan Taze soaks in the cheers in the final game of the Blackhawks. It was announced yesterday that uh, it was going to be the uh, final game as a Blackhawk for Jonathan Taze, which uh, I am very emotional about. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's hard when you've seen this guy be your captain on your team for since two thousand eight. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't even really pay attention to the Blackhawks or hockey or, or really that much because I picked the CBJ and they're they're terrible this year. Uh, so I'm not in the know with hockey or the Blackhawks, and I know who Jonathan Taze is. Like you know, that's you know, I, I, mainly because of you and, and your fandom and everything in your family's fandom. But I, I still have heard the name Jonathan Taze. So yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty big, man. Pretty big. Yeah, three three times Stanley Cup champion. He will not be uh, winning a Stanley Cup this year, obviously. Um, <laughs> no, no, he will not. <laughs> um, but I, I wish, I wish Jonathan nothing but the best, man. He's he's been an incredible captain for the team. He has been a, I mean, he took over the team like Crosby did early on in his career. Like he was number one pick, and boom, you're the captain. You know that kind of thing. So. Uh, really impressed with what he's done since he's been in, in Chicago. And winning three three cups, that helps. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Is he a, is he the NHL Hall of Famer, you think, probably? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't yeah. know how the NHL Hall of Fame works, so I was just curious. So, yeah. I was thinking just from my standpoint, yes, he is. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing about Taze, man, like, winning three cups is going to be huge. But uh, he, we were talking about it with my dad, like, Number 19 doesn't ever need to be worn again by another Blackhawk. Like, ever retired. again. Him, 1988, two, uh, those three need to be retired right now. Well, I mean, nines, too. Nines needs to be retired throughout the entire NHL. Absolutely. Or, yes. or, or you don't retire it, and anybody you see wearing it, you just beat the bejesus out of. I like that option, too. Or, you know, and I'll, I'll say it this way. You know, I've seen some college football teams do it, and I'll... I hate to to give them credit, Bryce, but that team up north will do it. Um, they'll have like a commemorative patch on on the jersey um, for a player that you know this this shouldn't be worn, but here's the commemorative patch of of the person who it should be. I hate that. Make up your mind. Either it should or shouldn't be worn. But if if a player passes away or something, a commemorative patch is, is perfectly fine. But uh, yeah, if you if you don't want it to be worn, outlaw it. If you want it to be worn, it can be worn. Yeah, I'll never agree with anything Michigan does. That's fair. All right. <laughs> uh, today in 2002, the 68th or 66th U.S. Masters tournament, um, Tiger Woods becomes the third player to claim back-to-back Masters, three strokes ahead of Retief Goosen of South Africa. And also today in 2019, the 83rd Masters tournament. Tiger Woods wins his fifth Masters title by one stroke from Sanders Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, and Brooks Kepka. It's Woods' 15th major and first in 11 years. I, I still remember exactly where I was in 2019 watching this. Like, it, it's one of those moments 
growing up, I have, I've said this in the podcast, and I'll continue to say it because I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. Some of the moments, some of the sporting moments I have as a little kid that are ingrained in me is watching Tiger Woods. Watching mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. Absolutely, man. You know, like that's that's something that's ingrained in, in our mind. And in 2019, watching Tiger go around Augusta, pension for a major and ending up winning a major. That was one of those memories that I didn't think I was ever going to be able to share with my sons. Um, that's, I, you know, I didn't think we were going to be able to sit there and watch Tiger go around and win a major. And, and we sat there and watched Tiger go around on a Sunday and, and, and win a major at Augusta. And it was just, it was a really special memory. And that's something that I will remember for forever. Um, I, you know, I, I remember the day because Emily had to, I had to take Emily up to Villarica High School because she was volunteering at a Roadrunners race, uh, and it was right in the middle of Tiger's round. And I was like, I, I, I can't leave. Like, I cannot leave. Like, dude, I don't know what we're gonna do. Like, you're just gonna have to not go and help out. Um, so I, she eventually convinced me, and I pulled it up on my phone, watched it the entire way there. I made her drive, and on the way back, Braxton was sitting in the passenger seat holding the phone, me watching Tiger play. Um, and, and it was, I don't know, it was just a very special moment. I remember, I remember hopping on YouTube, uh, and Rick Shields having a big YouTube live. It's like 2 AM over there in, in England. He's talking about Tiger Woods winning his, uh, his 15th major, his fifth master's title. And it was, uh, it, it was just neat, man. It's one of those moments that I didn't think I'd ever get to share with my sons. And, and you know, I was able to. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce, you got anything else for us? Nah, man, let's get out of here. Let's get the weekend started. I'm headed out to Oak Mountain to play in the Central Football Charity Scramble in a very, very wet, damp morning. Yeah, there's no doubt it's going to be very wet today. Um, hopefully, you know, we get these these baseball games in today. I was looking at the radar and looking at the, the timing of the, the weather. Um, we should be done by about 3 o'clock, so let's hope that that <laughs> continues. Perfect. Right um, when we're done with our round. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see how it works out, but you know, um, hopefully, Park County will get that in and get a region championship, man. Let's it's, go. I, I was talking with uh, Coach Tyler Spradlin yesterday, just back and forth with him about who he's going to be pitching. So it'll be it'll be a fun little little game today. Nice. But for Bryce Farling, I'm Billy Lindahl. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy all the local sports going on tonight. Enjoy the professional sports this weekend. We will talk to you on Monday and talk all about it. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!